Hello, Hell House fanatics. Here we go again with round three with one of the best actresses in the movie of Hell House, LLC, Origins, the Carmichael Manor. As we all know, this is a hat trick for me. Normally, I don't get three actresses in the same movie, but this is fantastic. Such a great day for the Horror Heathen YouTube channel and the South Jersey Horror Podcast. Today with me, I have Destiny Brown, who you all know as Rebecca Vickers in the movie Hell House, LLC, Origins, the Carmichael Manor whom is very talented, very beautiful, and very wonderful. So happy to have you on my show. So before we get into this stuff, I'm going to do a quick bio on you from what I got from your website, which is very impressive, by the way. I'm blown away by your history. Um, okay, obviously, you're an actor, <clears throat> a filmmaker, and a teaching artist from Baltimore, Maryland. Currently residing in New York City. I'm not going to say where because I don't want people stopping you. So you're a graduating <laughs> senior from New York University, Tish majoring in theater as, as a full ride Gates, Ron Brown, Taco Bell, Lib Moss, and Coca Cola Scholar. Is that still up to date? I hope because up to date. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so one for one. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> Above all else, your passion lies within the power of storytelling, whether it be the stories of historically under underrepresented voices or telling your own story as a way of encouraging the next generation of creators to achieve their dreams. Very inspirational. I love you already. I wish I had you on my team at work. <laughs> Thank you so much. So, um, your mission in life is to tell stories and to add sparkle and nuance to the narratives about communities often stigmatized and mainstream media. Can you dive in that a little bit more and give more context what that's about, please? Sure. I think as, um, I don't know, as a low-income BIPOC single mother, like proud um, child of, of every kind of community that I come from, um, being an actress is not common. You know, our, our kind of career fields are put more into what is reliable, what is something that you can guarantee. And I think the result is that you get into an industry where there are not as many voices reflected as there are in real life. And so, um being a part of that changing industry is is kind of where i live and that's my passion um as a teacher i'm able to talk about experiences like working on hell house lc origins and like talk to them about what it's like to be a non-union actor and and let them know that it's a lot more tangible than it seems um, when you look at the industry as a whole and you're like well Angelina Jolie is going to get every movie. So what is what is my purpose? You know, where do I fit within this industry? And I think it can be intimidating at times. So um, that's really just my mission and purpose is to do my best, work hard, so I can provide some insight to someone else. Is <laughs> my hope. That is that's wonderful. I'm touched. That's wonderful. I, I feel I get the warm fuzzy just talking to you. This is great. I love it. So. <laughs> yeah. um, for you, everything changed in February 2017. You were hired as a youth producer at Wide Angle Youth Media, a nonprofit that hires Baltimore youth to gain film experience and skill through working for actual companies as, such as Kaiser Permanente, CSX, Outward Bound, etc. Yeah. While working at Wide Angle, you were able to create multiple national and internationally award-winning films. Um, I'm, glad, I'm guessing including Out of Water, um, best student film at the Cannes Film Festival. Congratulations. That is a huge achievement. The Cannes <laughs> Film Festival is like the, one of the biggest film festivals overseas. Yeah. In, in no, France. It, it's, it's, it's great. 
It is huge. Just, and actually, um, it was outside of Wine and Go Youth Media, but I think that First of all, being a apprentice at Wedding Will Youth Media, I started out, um, they were doing a commercial for CSX, which is like a train, you know, transit, like random company that I was like, okay, I'll audition. And my mom was actually the one that after um, seeing people on set that were my age, she was like, you should ask for a job. And I did. And they they were like, well, you know, we usually don't. Um, no worries. We give we don't usually give people like who are just actresses like a job, but like we like your spirit. We'll like bring you on as like our apprentice that's like specializes in acting and casting. And so I learned so much about filming and I, you know, my first plane ride was to Johannesburg, South Africa and Johannesburg and South Africa to film the Black Girls Global Exchange for Under Armour and like being able to film and just like understand how to like tell stories from behind the camera. I feel like, first of all, it made me such a better listener as an actor, because I feel like when you're filming, you're like looking for the story. You're not it's not about you. You know what I mean? Like you're behind the camera and then full circle moment when I'm cast as the best role that I've ever had up to this point in my career um, and I'm filming, you know, it's found footage and like there's those points where you're like, um, you know, Steven tells you like, okay, we need you to like be a part of this scene, um, but also make sure like the camera doesn't look too framed on them, but just like a little bit slightly off camera, but you also wanna be like engaged in the scene, like having those skills, knowing what it is to film and like what a good frame is, you're like, okay, I know how to make it like slightly off where it's not unintentional, but it doesn't, feel professional but because you have that experience you're like okay i know what like someone would want to see so i'm not going to make it like just their shoes the entire time and you feel a part of the process in a way that feels like a lot more i feel like you gain a lot more confidence that way in comparison to like if i was hadn't had that experience before so thank you so much for bringing that up because i feel like it ties so much to to how i was able to film hell house and just being a part of the process like made me so appreciative to be a part of found footage because it's so cool <laughs> as i told bridget yesterday um found footage has become one of my favorite subgenres for horror me too so <laughs> it's like um i, I was told I, I get to interview joe larson who is who was deborah larson uh, deborah logan and then taking deborah logan mm -hmm. that was like next uh next to you guys it's my it's my favorite film footage movie so, <laughs> so Hell House Origins is now number one at the top of my list because oh, wow. that movie scared us. That part of my list, that movie scared the shit out of me. Not gonna lie. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, it's creepy. But also, but you're a war winning actress or um student, film student. Um, you grew up watching celebrities, um, learning from them. Um, who was your biggest inspiration? Yes, I think. Oh my God, it's been such a culmination. I feel like through every, I don't know, through every step of my life, I've been able to connect my own experiences with, I don't know, celebrities. I don't know, people who are doing it, doing the thing. Like, for example, I went to New York University, Tish, and I think that training has, you know, changed my whole perspective on acting and just the connections that I have and just, my understanding of 
um, my control of my career and just like how I can take my career without needing the approval of anyone. You know, I got Hell House because I had set a goal for myself to submit to 100 auditions and one of them happened to be the Carmichael Manor and um, just knowing that I have that that power myself. But um, for example, Misty Copeland, who was like one of the was the first like African-American ballet dancer at the American Ballet Theater. Um, she was working with Under Armour for something that I happened to film and she gave me advice on um, like how, how to approach my career. And I feel like throughout my life, um, I went to Baltimore School for the Arts, which Jada Pinkett Smith went to and Tupac Shakur, who had a like very like, uh, you know, it was on the sidelines, his acting career, but it was also a very brilliant acting career. Um, and I had the same teachers as them. And like, I feel like throughout my life, I've had those like very personal experiences. But I think looking at people like Viola Davis, who um, I read her her memoir and just like knowing that there are people who started from nothing and, you know, started from nothing and pushed through and continued to fight to get to the level that they are like it grounds you in a way that understands like, you know, I'm not going to get every audition, but there's going to be those moments where it just like feels right. And you're like, this is the character I was meant to play. Like, I'm going to bring personality. I'm going to bring everything that I have to this character um, that makes it all worth it, you know? And, and that's what I'm grateful for. <laughs> well, you definitely killed the role as Rebecca for sure. Thank you I mean, so much. You did. You, they, they told Bridget they couldn't have picked a better actors to play the roles in this movie. Oh my God. When this movie came out, first of all, having a movie played on Shudder is a huge achievement for everybody. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. fantastic. It's like, praise the God or something. It's like, it says it happens. Um, yeah, you guys killed the roles. All of you did. I mean, going back to, I, I love prequels. I love prequel movies because it goes back, because backstories, everything. And, um, which you've already answered part of one of my questions. Um, so how do you how how does it feel to be part of a huge franchise of Hill House? And you said it feels amazing. It yeah. feels great because um, it, it's, yeah. it's, it's such it's an a good, honor. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, sorry with the Zoom lag. <laughs> um, but what you're saying is so true. It's such an honor, like being a part. Um, this was Bridget and I's first film, like first feature. Um, I, uh, as a part of that, like hundred, I think I mentioned earlier, like I had that like vision board list goal that um, one of my teachers who is a commercial casting director kind of built as a part of our curriculum. She um, kind of instructed us to create a goals list. And part of that was to submit to a hundred auditions. Um, I never envisioned that like my first feature would be something that I did while I was still trying to graduate. And, um, that's so interesting as well, because um, we filmed this in April and I graduated in May and um, that whole semester, I kind of had this like looming um, kind of feeling that if I were to get Hell House, if this were to be something that was like a part of my senior year that kind of made my year, I couldn't miss a single a single day of school because that would be my sick day like that would be my absence would be the 
14 days we were filming or 12 days we were filming. Um, and so like, that was like, even before I had gotten it, I was like, okay, I can't be sick. I have to be like my teacher's favorite students because I might be out and like, I need them to understand that. But thankfully, um, the studio that I was a part of at NYU was very understanding. And they were like, you know, we want to make sure that you support this. And like, I was able to work with my teachers, but like, I would be on set from like 12 p.m. to 2 a.m. And then I would take a nap and then like 4 a.m. I would wake up and like do homework and then because I had like classes that's allowed to be submitted. And then like I would go to sleep, have a brilliant breakfast and like we would get into like the fun of the day. But it, at that point, the work just felt like um, worth it, you know, to be a part of something so beautiful. And we could feel it on set, like the energy that we were creating on set that Steven and Joe and just honestly, everyone on set produced, like we felt so um, at home and we we're like, this is what it's for. You know, I don't, I don't care if I don't make the next 100 auditions I submit to because I was on a set that was so brilliant and so beautiful and to to hear that people enjoyed it, um, such as yourself, I'm like, yeah, we like, it was worth it, you know, it makes the whole thing worth it. Yes, absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more with your answer. Um, Thank you. Can you. In your own words, can you describe Rebecca's character? Yes. Oh, wow. She is. <laughs> I'm going to put you on the spot. I'm going to know what your, what your answer is. No, I love Rebecca. I mean, you got to love Rebecca. First of all, I feel like she's very grounding. Like, she wants to get the hell out of there, like, day one. You know, we understand her perspective from the beginning, but I feel like she is definitely um, not that different from myself in many ways, where she loves her work and, like, has to balance that with, you know, loving her partner. And I feel like that's a very real struggle that um, everyone goes through that was, you know, highlighted in its, you know, in the scene where um, Margot kind of goes and, and uh, Rebecca says, you know, this is gonna be the last time that I'm able to go on one of these adventures with you because she's, you know, part of the real world. And I feel like, um, you know, Margot kind of brings her to this other world where she's able to have fun. And it's not just the day-to-day -day real estate, you know, nonsense that she has, but at the same time, it's pulling her away from her work. And like, how do you balance that um, when you have a partner that you you love and they love to haunt these like, love to like explore these crazy haunts and all these things. You're like, well, of course I'm going to support you, but it's, you know, difficult and I think as the film gets more and more intense like Rebecca's that grounding force it's like we need to go but what keeps her there is her love for Margot and like yeah. her love for um you know wanting to support her like she knows that Margot you know her clown background and just what happened to her as a child like she wants to be that support for her and that's what keeps her there to her, you know, ultimate death is that she loves this person. And that's what I found so beautiful about this character is like, you know, outside of her love for Margot, she would be gone. But it's it's that love for another person that keeps her there. So that's a fantastic answer. Holy shit. Wow. <laughs> I, was, I, was expect, I was expecting that. It was a good answer. I love it. Oh, thank um, you. Um, the I scene where you're on the computer showing your boss the house. Oh, yes. my God. That scene, again, part of my legs scared the living shit out of me. Oh, and I'm not easy, I'm not easily scared because I love horror movies, and it, it takes a lot to scare me. 
And oh my goodness, if I would have saw it, I saw it, I was like, nope, we're done. Click. <laughs> oh my gosh, Ben, I'm so glad that you asked this question because I actually did another interview and they didn't ask this question and I'm like so ready to tell this story. So are you ready? So, go ahead. Okay, a couple months before I did Hell House, I was a part of an NYU web TV series called Prick, where I was a, um, it was about a diabetic who was working at an industry kind of like job that is like not for people who are diabetic. So she's kind of like going against people. So she's undercover diabetic, is in a corrupt organization, and her boss, um, is kind of like the boss that she's always working to kind of um, impress, right? So that was the only experience that I had had acting where I have a boss that I'm trying to impress. So in Hell House, when I had this scene, um, first of all, the computer had nothing on it. So I was wanting to build the most realistic version of this so that once they cut it together it didn't look like i was just looking at a blank screen um when these scary things popped up or when i was having this conversation with no one practically so i was like okay i'm going to use the experience of the most recent boss that i had which was at prick um let alone did i find out afterwards when that actress who was my boss on prick messaged me and said um hey, this uh, movie, Hell House, reached out to me and wants to hire me as this, like, sub, like this role, but it's it's so strange. Like, they just want to use my self-tape. Like, it feels weird, but I see that you're on the IMDb, IMDb page. Is this, like, legit? And I was like, yeah, it's legit. The same boss that I had as Prick that I envisioned when I was acting that scene turned out to be the boss that was in the Hell House movie. And I had no clue at the time oh, wow. that was going to be the actual oh, wow. actress. So Dana is actually the actress in the film and I had no clue that that was literally the person I was envisioning. So it was just a like crazy experience. Um, I love the scene and it comes out so beautifully, but every time I look at it, I'm just like, wow, like manifestation is real. <laughs> I was envisioning your face and then she yeah. became the actress. <laughs> But I mean, it just kind of speaks to her, like, go get her spirit as, like, you know, she was doing the NYU web series. She got this Hell House thing. She's a brilliant actress. Um, but yeah, that was just like a crazy moment for me when like what I envisioned literally became what is in the movie. <laughs> yeah. um. That's awesome. That is fantastic. Yeah. So as I mentioned, Bridget, um, um, watching you guys in the acting this movie, you set the standard. You guys set the bar for film footage. And um I, I can I can see it now. A lot of movies are gonna have a hard time meeting that standard and filling these big shoes because oh it, it's it was so well done. I mean, the the directing, the acting, the dialogue, the transitions, everything just blew me away. And as I tell all the people I've interviewed before, I'm a very hard critiquer when it comes to horror movies. I'm very hard to be impressed. But Hell House Origins, holy shit! I mean, come on. It's, <laughs> It, it's, it's definitely reached, it definitely, it, now it moved up from like number 10 to like number four in my oh, list. No. So, because I saw, I watched it and, and like I told Bridget, I've watched it four times just to go back and look up the details of the movie. Because <laughs> I'm the kind of person who, who needs to know all these things. Yeah. So, Gosh. I have a question for you and I, I forgot to ask Bridget and Kaylee today. What do you think happened to Shane realistically in the movie? Oh my God. 
I honestly, like the world that Steven has built, like I am like hesitant to say anything because like I, oh my God, his world is so intricate in that it's like, he's built this like whole like production that we feel like we're just like a, a great part of, but just like a small part of when we're thinking about like trying to live up to the original movie and just like, the you know the improv and just the relationship they built on set so i don't know i would be hesitant to even say anything what do you think <laughs> what happened to shane abducted by a cold got killed that's all i know that's all, yeah. I think <laughs> that's all we know you know and until steven says something else like i don't know <laughs> so i'm hoping that they make another movie with hell house and it brings you guys back i really do yes no i mean that's so you've seen the other films like you know like we the cast come back like i would love that was literally um one of my like like things that are on my bucket list because i was grateful enough to do another horror film after this one and once again i'm like a victim you know i'm not the the spooky thing i'm like the thing that gets killed and i'm like i would love to be a ghost or like something that comes back and to like um you know like be on the other <laughs> side of things for once like it sounds fun <laughs> you'll be the spirit that warns everybody get the hell out go away right get the hell well you didn't you didn't listen to me so now i'm gonna kill you <laughs> like it's like in the movie poltergeist get out <laughs> Right. <laughs> so, okay, two more questions for you before I wrap this up. Um, awesome. If if you could be anyone else in the movie, who would it be, and why? Oh my gosh, I think I would be Chase. Really? Honestly, like Chase is so fun. Like he is so fun to play. Like I, first of all, like on the level of him being like he has this like obviously like troubled past like we don't fully get into it in the movie but like he comes from like from trouble you know and their relationship kind of reflects <laughs> that but also he's like the comedic relief like he's so funny like his whole like scene by himself when he's like Margo, like all of that so i'm like, seems, like so much fun to film and he gets the spooky like effects with the the eyes and everything mm -hmm. and i remember being on set um which shout out to james who is the actor who plays chase he was blind for hours before he actually shot his scene because that special effects makeup literally concealed his entire eyes oh, wow. and he couldn't see and like okay there's still pictures of like steven like with his arm wrapped around james being like hey and james can't see anything <laughs> so he was honestly a trooper for going through all of that and just his performance on set was brilliant you know so i think i'd be chase he's so funny <laughs> Sloth. Great. I love it. it he's a good character. He's like the comedy version of whatever's in Hell House. Yeah. So, three minutes he's ago. Or the clown. More... The Hell House clown. I feel like Joe, oh, no. Joe played a good mm. part being the Hell House clown. That, like, it's so that clown just needs, to, just needs to fucking die and go away. Yeah. <laughs> so, less than three minutes left. I got to wrap this up. Um, do you have any upcoming movies and projects you'd love to talk about that will not break the set after rules? Yes. Um couple things that are unconfirmed so i would say yeah. look at my website there's a couple things that i may be in we're in like the final stages um 
and that I'm really excited about, but there's two horror films that I could potentially be in um, coming up, one in Florida and one in Location TVD. But I'm also in the New York Theater Play Festival, which is really fun, I think, like with the strike. Um, the kind of return to stage has been really exciting. So um, this is my second play that I've done um, in New York since Hell House. And it's been really exciting to just kind of switch from film to stage because I feel like you're using a whole different skill set. So um, definitely check that out and I'll be updating my website soon. <laughs> check it awesome. Out. I definitely have to, I will post your website in my comments in the description of the video so people know to come check you out. So with that being said, I thank you so much for joining me today. Um, I wish you nothing but the best in your career. And I want to see more awards come your way. I really do. So um, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the beautiful, the talented, the wonderful Destiny Brown. Thank you so much. And I wish you have a wonderful Sunday. Thank you so much. And I will definitely keep watching you in your movies. Thank you so much, Ben. It was a great chatting with you. <laughs> Likewise, and have a wonderful Sunday.